0: Happy holidays, everybody. Welcome to our special Christmas one-shot at Word Crit. My name is Corin, and I will not be your dungeon master today because we are playing a game called Fiasco. Yay! Yay! With me today are three other players. One is a special guest, and two, unfortunately, couldn't be here with us, but you'll figure that out when we go through. So, first off. So, I'm Ashlyn. I don't know who I'm
1: playing yet. It's going to be fun, you guys. I'm festive.
2: Yes. Ashlyn has a bright elf hat on with many bells.
1: And I have a shirt that says Merry Christmas on it. Yes, this yes. is true. <laughs> For the d D20.
2: Well, and I, I'm Ander. I'm here. I'm happy to be here.
0: Yay. And then our special guest today is. Hi, I'm Neil. Hi, Hi Neil. Neil. Hey, hey. We're happy to have you here.
3: I'm happy to be here.
1: Welcome to the chaos. <laughs> yes, the chaos, because, mm. you know, we pronounce CH. You know, it's it's not Christmas unless you pronounce the H, I guess. It's Christmas? Christmas.
0: Christmas. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Merry Christmas so. to all and to all a good night.
0: Happy <laughs> Happy <Hanna-Quanta. laughs> um, Christmas Hanukkah. I could never say that right. Anyways, so David and Kayla couldn't be with us today when we're very sad about that, but you'll be hearing from them in a few weeks so today we are playing a game called fiasco which is a gm-less game and it's all based off of random dice rolls and andrew is going to do the rest of the explaining
2: yeah so this is going to be you know one of our first times playing this so we're all pretty new at this but fiasco is it's not a traditional role-playing game it's more an improv game so we're not going to be using dice to resolve scenes or actions or that but merely in the setup to kind of establish things Because the goal of this is to basically create a disaster scenario of drama and tension. That we are going to be all individuals with high ambitions. We've got things that we want to do and poor impulse control. (gasps) Like a fiasco. Exactly.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, I get it.
2: (laughs) So there will be a couple stages of play in that and we'll explain things as we go. And we're also going to do kind of an abbreviated setup just for time's sake. This works best in like a three to four hour game, but, you know, we kept our episodes generally shorter than that. And so we want to keep it concise for you.
1: So with that, I think it's time to begin. Yes.
0: So how do we begin?
2: So we are going to be playing the playset, The Last Christmas in O'Hare. And it is a playset for Fiasco written by Brian A. Liberge. Liberge, Liberge?
1: Forgive us if we mispronounce your name.
2: And here is the score. O'Hare Airport is a mess. It's the fourth busiest airport in the world. So crowds of people pass through every day from all over the world. It's not even that people want to go to Chicago, they don't. It's just a decent place for connecting flights. Maybe decent isn't the right word. Tonight is Christmas Eve and the sky is as full of planes as Union Station is Full of trains during rush hour. The snowstorm is getting worse, grounding all flights until morning and unceremoniously stranding several hundred people. And then there's that whole end of the world thing that's supposed to happen anytime now. I don't know about any worldwide cataclysm, but all that anger and confusion should make it easy to pull a fast one. It'll be the last Christmas for at least one sap here. What a crummy place to die in.
1: Someone's gonna die this Christmas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so again, Piasco is a game where we will create a scenario and we're all gonna play people. We're gonna create scenes. And it's not about heroics and happy endings. It's generally about awful people getting into awful situations. Yeah. And there will likely be terrible endings for all of us. And we're just gonna really lean into it.
1: You mean we're all on Santa's naughty list.
0: Pretty much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, think of this as kind of like we're making a movie and it gives us some suggestions to base this whole thing off of. It is 2012, Airplane, Airport, Catch Me If You Can, Die Hard 2, and Heist. So I've seen like one of those so we're going to see what happens. <laughs> I mean, that's one more than me.
2: <laughs> All right. So the next thing that we need to do is establish some things about who we are going to be. So there is a list of relationships that we are going to use some dice to kind of generate for us. We're using six sided dice and these lists, they are lists that you've got, have six categories and then subcategories within that, that we're going to be rolling from. And normally everybody would roll and we've had a big dice pool that we'd be picking from and taking turns and picking that out, which is great and awesome, but we don't have time for that today. So what we are going to do instead is each of us we are going to establish a relationship between us each of us is going to roll one d6 and the other is going to roll a different one and that will establish the choices that we have so
1: basically instead of choosing like
0: 36 options we're going to pick between two right right and generally you have two colors of dice two colors of dice sets and in character creation the colors do not matter right so but they will later they will later. Just the numbers
1: are important. And you so. know, it's festive season. So our dice are red and green.
2: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And also Cthulhu themed.
0: Yes. <laughs> one is Cthulhu. I don't remember what the red and yellow one is. It's got the eye, whoever the uh, Elder being is. I don't think it's the Seer's eye. I don't know. It's got the. Sh- it looks like a. Uh,
1: Shout out to Infinite Black because it's from their dice Kickstarter. Thank you, Infinite Black. <laughs> Message
2: us if you know what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Neil. Yeah, gonna include our guest here. How about you and I go ahead and roll for our relationship? All right. So, and we don't know what our characters are gonna be. We're gonna be kind of establishing this as the whole thing develops. So we're all sitting around the table here, and the relationships are with the people immediately adjacent to you. So Neil and I will have a relationship, and then Corin and I will also have a relationship that will inform both of those things. Will inform who my character is. And then Corrin has a relationship with me and then with Ashlyn. And then Ashlyn's got, you know, that relationship between Corrin and Neil.
1: Yeah. We're going to so, make a square.
2: Yes. So I am rolling a die. Neil is rolling a die. Four.
3: Five.
0: Ooh. So, so really quick, the categories for relationships are one is, a f- is family. If you're rolled a two, it's work. Three is the past. Four is romance. Five is crime, and six is community.
2: Okay, so our big categories are going to be either romance or crime, and our subcategory options are secret lust Mm. or detective and counterfeiter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't see a difference. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Different movie.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, detective and
3: counterfeiter sounds
2: I was really thinking fun. The same yep. thing. There we go. <laughs> cool. Cool,
3: cool, cool.
1: A lot more fun potential yeah. with that.
3: At the moment, we don't know which of us is the detective or the counterfeiter. Right.
2: Yet. Yeah. Right. And so that's where those relationships between the other players really inform those things. Cause some things make sense and some things don't. Cool.
0: Okay,
1: next up. Should Corin and I do it? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Ready?
0: Go. I rolled a four. I rolled a six, so we can either be romance or community. Okay. And the subcategory is married to the same person or health inspector and the inspected. You know, for the drama. Are we going to be married to the same person? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That makes sense. But who that person is?
1: Don't know yet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That could conceivably be one of us. It could also be an NPC. Absolutely. Because, yes, we will each have our main characters that we play, but as we play out scenes in that, the others can jump in with other characters, especially as they're needed. I mean, it is a very
3: busy airport.
2: Yeah.
0: With hundreds of people who are stranded. Okay. So now we need Neil and Ashlyn and Ander and I.
2: Yeah. Horn, let's roll.
0: Okay. So I rolled a one.
2: And I have a four.
0: All right. It really wants us to be in romances. (laughs) We can either do family, which is a one, or romance, which is four. Or, so under family, we could be in-laws. Or under romance, we could be divorcees.
2: Mm. (laughs) I'm thinking in-laws sounds interesting.
0: It does. Let's be in-laws.
2: Okay. So I'm grabbing the card between us
3: and for our relationship. In-laws, which means you're related to the person that they're both married to, most likely. Yeah, see that—that's the thing.
0: Ooh, that's that's <laughs> messy. <laughs> um, oh
1: no! Yeah, that's why it's a fiasco.
3: Unless it's an in-law in another family direction. <laughs> yeah, I mean be. that's entirely probable. Okay, you so guys.
0: Neil and Ashlyn, go. Okay. Mm. I have a three, and I have a
3: five. Ooh.
1: Broke the fourth streak. <laughs> so three is the past. Five is crime. And our subcategories options are unwilling experience, abducted or test subjects, or serial killer and planned victim. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think we need to go with we shared an unwilling experience of some kind. Because we already have the detective and counterfeiter and going from serial killer well, unless if
0: <laughs> the detective we, we or could. the
3: No no now I'm thinking about this.
0: Wait, wait, the detective or the counterfeiter could also be the serial killer or the victim.
3: This is true. I mean
0: the detective doesn't have to be a good book guy. This Clearly. Is, this
3: is very true. What what are you feeling? What what's
1: Um What's
3: tickling your fancy?
1: Oh, you know what? If I'm the serial killer and you're the detective and you're my victim. Ooh.
3: Mm,
2: okay. Maybe. I'm okay with this. <laughs> Maybe. So that means that I would be the counterfeiter.
0: <laughs> and Neil is the detective. Wait, wait. Maybe? Wait. Hold on. I've got idea. <laughs> but you go but here's another thing. You could be unwilling for the unwilling experiences, you could have been abducted by aliens just saying (laughs) or sea monsters
1: i mean santa claus did conquer the martians but come on (laughs) (laughs) so here is a thought Mm -hmm. what if so corin and i my characters are married to the same person what if that person is the detective and i find out that he is married to multiple people and I have a serial killer background,
0: and so I'm planning his murder. Oh boy. <laughs> as revenge, because he's very to most- you, you know, it would, okay, as a true crime enthusiast here, you know that would make a lot of sense, but it's uh, it's up to you guys.
1: I was just throwing it out there. Now that I've thrown it out to the ether, we can do something totally different, it's fine. <laughs>
2: How how do you feel about this, Neil? (laughs) I'm torn. It's a lot to juggle. So, in that case,
1: we could do the unwilling experience instead, and so we can build from there and not be as much convolutedness.
3: Okay, what is the unwilling experience that we shared?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. So, let's say... So, we're still not sure if you're going to be the detective or the counterfeiter. So...
0: What if
1: or you can just kind
2: of yeah, leave it. You can
0: leave it blank. This is just character creation.
2: And the cause some of these things are gonna be informed by other cata- other yeah, things. Because we have needs, locations, and items that we are also gonna
1: could, to could I just say here. that we were abducted by Santa's elves? <laughs>
3: <laughs> abducted by people dressed as Santa's elves?
1: Sure.
2: You guys gonna lock in shared unwilling experience?
3: I think so. That, that, that gives us a little more liberty to do yes. other things with.
0: Okay. So you guys chose the past and unwilling experience. TBD. Yep.
2: So now we need some more modifiers here. So we are going to add some other things in here. We have needs, locations, and items, objects.
0: Objects. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So what we're going to do here is we are going to choose two needs, one object and one location. And no person is going to have more than one need here. But ne- needs help kind of influence and inform what these things are. All right. So I think, how about, Neil, let's, let's pick a need All right. for us. I'm going to roll my green die this time. I rolled a one. I also rolled a one. All right. <laughs> uh,
1: I think that's your only option then.
2: So our need categories, the whole big things are we have need to get out to get even to get rich to get respect or to get the truth and And the subcategories get more specific there right but we are limited to a single thing that we have here to get out of this painful existence it's so poetic (laughs) (laughs) because the
1: the the painful existence of chasing down the counterfeiter and the counterfeiter trying to leave the counterfeiting business
2: exactly or is using counter counterfeiting to get out of the current situation?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you counterfeit?
2: Stamps. Question?
0: Of course. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh,
2: no, what we're going to counterfeit is magic cards. Oh, <laughs>
1: well, there you go. You have the lotus cards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. I was going to be like, you counterfeit all of the letters that kids wrote to Santa. <laughs> 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 Saying if you want your presents, you have to... Mail us a hundred dollars <laughs> and send this to like other five other friends.
0: Oh dear, <laughs> start chain mail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ander, let's do an object okay. between us. Okay,
2: and I'm going to roll.
0: I got a five,
2: I have a four,
0: so we can either have valuables, President Barack Obama's birth certificate, <laughs> or information. A phone number written on a pack of matches. Okay. I think you know what, exactly which one I want.
2: You want the phone number?
0: No. Do you want the birth certificate? I want the birth certificate. Okay. Okay.
1: okay. okay.
3: The counterfeit birth
2: certificate.
0: So Ooh.
1: Maybe.
2: So, and the thing about this, this object, is that this object is important to both of us and is rooted in our relationship. So, our in law. As being in-laws, we have this valuable item.
0: That <laughs> President is... <laughs> Obama's birth certificate. <laughs> right. Are you
1: sure you I want don't... to choose that one? Is that going to make it easy to improv with? Yeah. Okay. Heck yeah. Okay. Just making right. sure.
2: Gonna write that down. No idea how I'm gonna do that, but we are gonna <laughs> have fun. And We're that's gonna the whole
0: point. That's the whole point of it. It's random and fun.
2: All right. As I'm doing that, let's go ahead and keep moving around the table.
0: So, Corin, let's get a need
1: for our relationship of being married to the same person. Ote? I got a three.
0: I also got a three. (laughs) Oh,
1: no. So, what do we get? (laughs) To get rich so you can buy a new life.
0: (laughs) 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 You know, that's appropriate. Yeah. (laughs) We find out we're married to the same guy, and this is almost feeling like we're going to go strangers on a train route or something.
1: (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) But we have to get rich so we can buy a new life and leave whoever duped us into marrying them yes okay okay it's gonna be weird it's gonna be fun Mm -hmm. yeah great neil how about we set up a location that's important for our relationship of unwilling shared experience maybe it's where we had our unwilling shared experience okay okay
3: is it where we we had a, a bad experience, or is that just where we happen to be during this whole scenario?
0: Uh, a location is just important to you guys, so it could be whatever you guys decide it okay. could be at that moment or previously or in the future. I mean most of these locations seem to be either inside the
1: airport or really close to it
2: i I would recommend that it it would probably be uh, focused on your your relationship. Right. Okay. Um, and Because that, that will give you fuel to work off of.
3: Excellent. All right. Well, let's roll. One.
1: Five.
2: So our location categories are inside, outside, employees only, nearby, secret, and the city. And you guys are looking at four and five? Mm,
1: one, one and five. five. One and five. So one, we could be inside, or five, we could be in a secret area. For the subcategories, that'd be Terminal 1 baggage claim.
3: Or the closed air National Guard base.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if we have an unwilling shared experience.
3: You and I were both taken to an undisclosed location that turned out to be the National Guard base, and we were asked many questions over a very long, long period of time.
1: Yes. Maybe they think you're the counterfeiter, and they think I'm your accomplice as they were interrogating us. But I know nothing of what's going on. I was just supposed to be going to visit my husband, but then my plane got canceled. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's
0: all coming together.
1: <laughs> Other options may be someone has state secrets, and so the National Guard is trying to find someone at the airport who has them.
3: I like the idea of me being the counterfeiter in this because while I knew they didn't have anything on me, I just didn't have to answer their questions. You got, unfortunately, dragged into it and it was a bad experience Mm. all around. But in the meantime, in order to make some quick cash, I sold a birth certificate to someone for a decent amount of money so I could get a plane ticket out of here. But then the plane flight got canceled and I'm stuck in O'Hare.
0: I like it. Cool. Okay, well... We're going to take a very quick break so we can come up with, like, names and stuff. And we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. We've taken eight minutes to figure out literally just our names and bare minimums. So, who wants to introduce their character first? I shall.
1: My name is Delilah Richardson. And yes, I am in one of those hoity-toity... Housewives, I take my children to their soccer matches every week, and I am here on a, shall you say, trying to catch a hold of my husband on his many business trips, because he is going to miss his children's Christmas presents that I've spent all this money on, and I have no money left, it seems like.
0: But anyways, that's all I've got so far. Okay, I can go next. I am Brinley Jacobson. I have two kids that are also very into soccer, Paul Jr. and Grayson.
3: I can't wait to watch you keep these straight throughout the, the I, game.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I like that you named your son Grayson Jacobson. <laughs> yeah,
0: Grayson <laughs> Jacobson. Yep, that's very, very true. And Brinley, just metagaming, a little bit. Brindley and Delilah share the same husband, but they don't, we've decided they don't know yet. And we also both need to get rich to buy a new life. And I also have some sort of object with my in-law that will be very important later. Some sort of birth certificate of some sort. And so that's all I got, y'all.
2: Yeah, let's, uh, let's fill in that in-law here. We have... Rudy L. Blitzen,
0: private eye. Rudy. Rudy L. Blitzen? Yeah.
2: Incredible.
0: I love it.
2: Rudolph is my birth name, but Rudy, you can call me. And he's a hardworking but ill-appreciated private detective who's ready to get out of this. He's, he's been following this counterfeiting case for a long time and thinks this is going to be the, the big one to get him out get him get to the big leagues and get some real cases and think that this this birth certificate that uh brinley has found has come into contact with has led me to led my nose my bright red nose
3: onto a a certain individual hot on his trail or their trail hi I'm the individual. (laughs) Frank Albuquerque, at your service. Professional acquirer of anything you happen to need, so long as you don't mind, it's not the real thing. And unfortunate cabin buddy to one Delilah... Richardson. Richardson, right? I'm going to be honest. I forget every time you tell me. But that's okay, because we've met so frequently, it's rather concerning at this point. (laughs) Delilah Mm. and I first met when we were... Arrested is a strong term by the National Guard. They had questions about... Honestly, I don't know what, but...
1: They illegally detained us, and even if it wasn't illegal, I'm going to find my lawyers and make it that it was legal.
3: It had nothing to do with the counterfeiting, so I was not sweating at all.
1: They were asking us some drivel about alien sightings, of all things.
3: That, that part does concern me a little.
1: Absolute idiots
0: running our country, obviously. <laughs> hey, really quick. What's our in-law relationship? Again, <laughs> oh. Andrew?
4: <laughs> and actually,
0: we didn't establish that. Siblings-in-law? Are you my father-in-law? None. Are we cousins-in-law?
2: So I, I'm thinking that we um, maybe... Step. Either Paul is my brother mm-hmm. or your sister is my wife. Mm. that's probably an easier way to do it.
0: How about Paul is your brother? Okay. Okay. See, it's
2: just ironic that the detective hasn't picked up on his brother's... You also uh, have different last names,
1: but that's okay. (laughs) Oh, wait, that means his last name is Blitzen. Paul Blitzen. (laughs) We don't actually know his real last name. That's amazing. I love it.
2: (laughs) Either that or Paul is like my half-brother or something like that.
1: You know, I feel like if his brother's a detective, he knows exactly how to ask questions of like, hey, have you ever experienced a case like this <laughs> where someone's married to multiple people and they don't know? <laughs> like, how? what have you done? or Figured out those kind of things so that he
0: could figure out how to get away with it.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah.
0: All right. So what do we do now? We got our characters and we got our relationships. And what do we do now? Wouldn't it
3: be a great plot twist if his name wasn't actually Paul? It was Donner. Ah,
0: ah. well he's lying about everything no his, his name is Cupid <laughs>
2: that's what it was
0: maybe he took our last names
2: <laughs> equally as funny yeah okay Paul is my brother
1: also this I wrote down of names of my children we've got Katie, Olivia, Jem and Ryan you've got four yes yes I had to up you by two, I guess.
3: (laughs) Y'all are just making more work for yourselves. Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, they may or may not actually show up because they're definitely not there at the airport.
2: All right. So we have set up some juicy characters with some interesting relationships, fraught with intrigue. And so now we're going to move to act one. So this game will be played in two acts. The midpoint, we will introduce some wild elements that can be brought in but the first one is going to be the setup. So how this works is that we will create scene Each of us are going to be able to have two turns in the spotlight. So we will have two scenes that we are in kind of in charge of and the rest of us get to participate as makes sense. But on your turn is that your character is in the spotlight and you choose to either establish or resolve the scene. If you are establishing, you get to create the scene. And if you are resolving, you ask your friends to create a scene for your character. And if you established, then you will set the scene and kind of set the stakes for what your character is trying to accomplish. And as you are playing that out, the rest of the group will give you either a light die or a dark die, depending on a positive or negative outcome for your character. So, this will happen mid-scene, and you will continue narrating that scene with that either light die or dark die to represent how that resolves.
0: Yeah, in our case, our light die is red and our dark die is green.
2: Okay. And if you chose to resolve, you get to pick the dice and the outcome. So, say if I wanted to, to resolve a scene for Rudy, is that okay? You guys pick, and you decided that, ah, uh, you know, he is. Chasing down the lead and running down the hallway, and I want to say that this is going to be a good result for him, so I choose a red die. So I know that this is going to be a good situation for him, and then we just go for it. And if it is Act One, which we are going to be in, then at the conclusion of the scene, you're going to hand the die you were given back to another player. During Act Two, you will keep the die you choose. And the dice at the very end of Act Two, you end up totaling how many light and dark you get. That kind of determines what result you're going to have at the end. You generally want more of the same color rather than a mix of both. That you could end up with. You, you, you might want to collect dark dye, even though those would be bad results throughout, but that could end up with a good result for you at the very end. So. Does right. that make
0: sense? Yep. Yeah. Cool. Who do we start with? Is anyone feeling inclined to begin? Is that the can scene? Start. I will start.
2: Are you going to establish or resolve?
0: I am going to establish. Okay.
2: Ooh.
1: So we're in the O'Hare Airport. Yes, we're in All the. All the flights have been canceled.
0: Yes, there's panic going on, and she, Brindley Jacobson, is just staring in shock. Out into the the blissful blizzard that just happens to be outside because it's always snowing. She's devastated because she was going to go see her husband who has been out of the out of town. But she looks over to her left and sees a familiar face. She sees Delilah Richardson, who her children and my children are on the same soccer team. So here's a question. <laughs> is Chicago a layover for the both of us or
1: are we originally from here and this was supposed to be our first leg of the flight
0: I think this is a layover
1: okay so this is very random yeah that we happen to be here at the same time very very random well uh, Delilah Delilah and you see Delilah she is staring very intently at her phone and as she hears her name and at first she doesn't Respond to the name because there are so many people here. There's bound definitely to be be named someone Delilah. else. <laughs> There's bound to be someone else named Delilah. No one is looking for me because I'm trying to surprise my husband, obviously. Delilah! And you finally catch my attention. I'm like, oh, oh, Br- Brinley, what, whatever
0: are you doing here for? Oh, <laughs> I was, I was gonna go meet my husband. Uh, we were supposed to have this Christmas together, but. Uh, the good thing the kids are with them, but uh, wh- what are you? What are you doing here? Oh, I'm. I'm so sorry to hear that, dear. My uh, flight was canceled. What about yours? Oh, uh,
1: I believe everyone's flights been canceled. But, uh, you would not believe the trouble I had to go through to even get here, and now what? I'm stuck here for the night. It's awful, just simply awful. But like you, dear, I was on my way to meet my husband. Mine was more of a surprise. I left the children home with the nanny, of course. They <laughs> couldn't ruin them their their Christmas by taking them away from whatever gifts Santa would bring them tonight, obviously. But um yes, uh do you mind me asking, uh, where did your husband take your children that you were going to meet him? Oh, they were gonna go up to Park City. Uh, Park
0: City, Utah? Yeah, cause great, <sighs> great slopes up there. What a coincidence, that's also where I was going. Really? Were, were yes. you on flight 1719? Y- yes. Huh. Very, very coincidence. What a coincidence. A, a child slams into both of us and we kind of topple over. You know, th- I believe Chicago, don't know if this is true, y'all, in real life, but whatever. <laughs> uh, let's let's go get, I, f- I feel like the hotels are going to start, like the on-site hotels are going to start filling up really, really quickly. We should probably oh, go. Oh dear, believe me, I've already tried that. And they are
1: booked to the brim. Mm. Also, they're roach infested. Oh, I've read all the reviews on Google Yelp. And, uh, <laughs> Google, Google, Yelp. Google Yelp. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> on Google reviews. Yelp. She Google holds Yelp. out her phone where you see that she's looking at the reviews and you see like a bunch of one and two stars. <sighs> I believe, dear, we are going to be stuck here for until tomorrow. Uh. It is most
0: unfortunate. But you, maybe... You, you know what? Paul, my husband gave me a... gave me access to his business card and his business card has access to the the lounge. Maybe, maybe we can sneak by into the lounge, the business lounge. What do you think?
1: Perhaps that would be preferable than staying out here with everyone else. Their commonness is... <laughs> ugh. <laughs> You're so funny.
2: Yeah, and aside here, Neil and I have colluded somewhat and consulted, and we have chosen to give Corin a dark die, a green die here. Okay. So this means that her scene is going to resolve poorly for what her character wants.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, we got to go on to the second. We got to go to Terminal C. Terminal C. Uh, uh, dear,
1: we're in Terminal A right now. I am not walking all the way to
0: the other end of the airport. Well, we could take the terminal... And then uh, there's a message that goes off right as she is about to say. We could we could take the tram to Terminal C saying that all of the trams uh, are stopped.
1: Attention, attention, everyone in the airport. There are no more trams transporting between
0: terminals. Uh, great. Um... Well, maybe we could find something here, I guess. By the way, uh, your husband, you said you were also going to Park City. What was your husband's name again? Oh, uh, my husband, Paul, Paul Richardson. You know,
1: it's so funny that our children have been playing soccer together for so long, and yet I've, you've never seen my husband at any soccer match. He's always away on business. It's quite funny how that happens.
0: Mine too, mine too.
1: Oh, but let me show you some of the family photos. We just took our family portraits for the Christmas
0: season. And scene.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Awesome.
0: All right. I'm going to give this die to Ashlyn. Yes.
2: (laughs) Thanks. Very good job on that. Fantastic.
0: All righty. So.
2: That's it. Let's let's go around the table as far as turn order, if you guys are cool with that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sure. we're going to move counterclockwise here.
1: So I think... Right before... Establish a result. I'm going to establish, sorry. That's what I was about to do right now. So I think right before Delilah is able to start showing the family Christmas greeting card to Brinley, her new acquaintance, Frank, shows up maybe looking for something. And she is immediately put off from showing her acquaintance these adorable pictures of her children and, you know, being able to show her husband. And is like, oh, you, what are you doing here? Didn't they send you off to that place for crazy people who believe in aliens or something?
3: Oh, darling, no, nothing of the sort. Ugh. I thought it was some what, such a delightful coincidence to see you in this dreadful hellscape that we have at the moment.
1: Ugh, but I don't know why we even were Sought after by those national guard people, like. It is certainly the horrid. strangest thing.
3: I I do apologize. I don't mean to interrupt. Delilah and I go way back, and by way back I mean twenty a few... minutes ago. Yes. Oh. It was it was a thing.
0: A thing uh, I would like
1: to forget. Thank you.
0: I'm, I'm gonna go try and get us a chair to maybe sleep on. You know, dear, you might want
1: to try Auntie Anne's. They, they're they still open. Their pretzels are delicious. Okay. On
3: that <laughs> note, can I borrow you for a moment, Delilah? Uh,
1: only if you... Uh, I don't know how I want to phrase this. Hold on. I prefer not, but I feel like you won't leave me alone unless you have your say. So. I'm so glad
3: you could see reason. Now, I do understand you have a particular level of distaste for the in airport hotels and the living accommodations.
1: I mean, the fact that they're all booked and they're, ugh, roach infested.
3: Well, most of them are roach infested, but not the presidential suite.
1: I'm sorry, I thought the presidential suite was only available to those who would be, you know, of the president.
3: Or traveling couples. There's a caveat in the in the contract there at the very bottom in the fine print. I, however, am traveling by myself, but I thought someone as refined as yourself might be interested in trying to
1: acquire a room for the evening other than staying on a
3: chair. I beg
1: your pardon, sir. Are you suggesting that we pretend to be a couple? Why, certainly. Absolutely not. The very thought of infidelity, why, it... Infidelity! I am insulted at the thought! <laughs> Nonsense! Sir, do you not see the ring upon my finger? I see it quite clearly! I have one myself!
3: It's not a wedding ring, but I do have it!
0: <laughs> uh, Auntie Anne's was also booked. I heard you talking about a room?
3: Yes, uh, how all of the rooms at the hotel are very much booked up. I believe that the frosty ice treats on the other end might- might have a couple of chairs. I- I came from there earlier.
0: Okay, I'll go check that
3: out, okay. Excellent, excellent. Airport chair or mattress. I am happy and content to sleep on whatever sofa they happen to have in the suite. You can have the bed entirely to yourself. There will be no infidelity whatsoever, but away from people on a bed. But again, they won't let me in unless we have a partner of sorts. And so I thought perhaps we could collude for such a thing.
2: Okay, so this is... Ashlyn's scene. Yes. So, and I'm very tempted to give (laughs) Neil (laughs) dice here, but that's not what it is.
1: Nope. (laughs)
2: But Corin and I have been thinking about giving a light die. A red die. A red die. So a positive result for Ashlyn. Yes. Okay. So you get what you want in this situation.
1: Alright. So, at this moment, what Delilah wants is to be away from this man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So... I think as you're proposing this, a...
3: May I offer a bit? Uh, Sure. Frank's phone falls out of his pocket and slides across in front of you. (sighs) Oh no, I'm so sorry. Excuse me, but he doesn't quite get it away quickly enough and you can't help but notice tons of tabs on his phone logged on to Gelp as different people posting one-star reviews... (laughs) for the in-space <laughs> in hotels.
0: I, hey, hey Delilah, I found I found a spot for us. I carved out a little niche and,
1: You know, dear, that sounds wonderful. I need to get away from this madman. Oh, also, hello. Um police officer.
4: <laughs> yes. And that's like you.
0: Andsteen. So, Ashlyn got a red die. Who are you giving it I to? I am going to give it to Neil, because that was yes. excellent. Very good, very good. <laughs> good job, Neil. You're doing awesome.
3: I don't need that for my ego, but please keep it
1: <laughs> It's a holly jolly Christmas in the airport that we're all doomed in. Okay. Yes.
0: All right. So, Neil, it is your turn. Oh, boy. Are you establishing, or do you want us to establish?
3: I think...
4: Hmm...
1: Now, you could also continue the scene with Delilah and Brindley, if you would so desire. Right. Or you could have your own scene where maybe you are contacting someone. You could also do
0: flashbacks if you want. That's always an option.
3: I think I would like to establish something with with Rudy. Okay. And <laughs> now I, I'm, I'm going to pitch something to you. And I want to know if you think this is better done... Past this scene or as a flashback? I, I think probably a flashback is probably reasonable, but go ahead. What's your pitch? Frank has acquired a large sum of cash because he managed to convince someone to take a thing off of his hands. And now he is trying to either buy a ticket for a flight that has not been canceled yet or someone's room key off of them so that he doesn't have to stay out in the open. For the evening and he's bustling around trying to talk to different people and comes across Rudy so I'm up for this as long as Rudy doesn't recognize him so I think in this there will be a brief bantering between Frank and somebody else and Frank turns around sees Rudy recognizes it and quickly does the presto changel walking by taking someone's hat snagging a coat that was hung off somewhere throwing the, the bit up and just coming up and Striking a conversation with you.
1: Okay. Because you counterfeit your own appearance. Hmm. <laughs>
3: I mean it's what you do.
1: <laughs> You're a con man counterfeiter.
3: So maybe we just pick up at that conversation then? So and where are we? Hmm. This th- cause this was before?
2: This is this is before, I okay. think. Sometime in the past, not at the airport.
3: We could still be at the airport and I am coming oh. to speak with you to figure out what are you doing here? Do you know that I'm here? And trying to sauce out whether I think it's you or not. Mm. Or whether you think I'm me. Perhaps we are in line at the Jumanji juice bar in Terminal B. (laughs) Yep. Before
1: before all the terminal trams got cancelled.
3: Okay. So, uh, Frank sees Detective Rudy standing there in line waiting to to get juice. The line is quite long. It's one of the only places that's still open. And, I mean, what you going to do? It's Jumanji juice. So it's whatever flavor you feel like. Yeah, they got all kinds of
2: jungly flavors here. You can see on the sign there. Ah, shoot. There goes my flight. Yeah, tough times, huh? (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what about you it looks like everybody's getting stuck yeah, here for tonight
3: I got cancelled hours ago yeah it's, mm. it's it's gonna sound weird I heard there's a flight over in terminal e but uh, can't find a tram to get over there and can't seem to find anyone that doesn't mind giving up their ticket for someone trying to get out of here yeah I mean it doesn't only does you good if you're
2: heading that way yeah it's true that's true though honestly at
3: this point. I think I'd take it. Anything to get out of here. Yeah. White out outside, it's nowhere to go. No place to sleep. I mean, floor's nice, but... So, hi. Uh, Franklin. Franklin, you say?
2: Yeah. Uh, Rudy. Rudy Blitzen. Rudy, good to meet you. What brings you to O'Hare? Business. Business. I'm just passing through. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, private detective always hot on the trail. Oh, no kidding. Tap my nose. I'm on one, right now. Yeah, yeah. Whoa.
3: Busy guy working the holidays.
2: You wouldn't believe it. I never take, never get a break. Oh, never man. get a
3: break. Guy like you gotta go home see your family once in a while. Yeah, family. So hey, like uh, private private detective, you uh, nothing we need to be concerned about. No criminal or nothing, right? Criminal? Yeah, he's a criminal. Oh, like. A murderer?
2: No. <laughs> well, murderer of reputation, you could say. How's that Murderer one? of the, the truth. Murderer of the very ideal and the sanctity of what's real and what's false. Boy, that sounds just awful. Yeah. This guy's a real piece of work. And I was this close, this close. But he slipped. He Slipped out of my Or I slipped is really what it was. I slipped. Oh, On, the <laughs> On the ice. On the ice. He got away? Got away. Oh, man. I okay. was following him. I was following him. He had this very distinctive hat. Yeah. I was cruising along behind him. We were running down the, the streets of Jersey. And the ice. I didn't see it. And I slipped. Coming right around that corner. And I look around and there's nobody there. Well, there's lots of people. But there's nobody with that. I mean, shame he got stuck here. He must be miles away by now. Yeah, I mean, Jersey's a long way away. Because <laughs> uh, you're currently in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. I
3: heard that he's headed to Park City. Park City. Park City. What? Uh, what could be in Park City for a scumbag like that? I don't know, but I got a tip. Yeah? I got resources. All right. Well. I wish you best of luck. Yeah. You're next up in line. Yeah, thank you.
1: For giving Neil a a red light dice, a red die, for a good outcome for his scene that he established. So you get what you want.
3: Get what I want. All right. Well, he doesn't know I'm here. And so I don't think the disguise should fail at this point. And
1: I think Frank's just going to wander off into a crowd. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe he pickpockets something from the detective as he leaves. Ooh, yeah. What'd you get?
3: I don't know. What
2: I get, detective? What do I got? Probably get his phone that has that happens to have his notes um, of all of yeah you know, all, all of his leads and things like that.
3: Does the detective lock his phone?
2: It is. Is it one, two, three, four? It's not, but you can see, like, the thumbprints on
3: his phone. <laughs> oh, it's one, two, three, five. Clever, oh, clever. <laughs> 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 Got to keep him on the toes. Well, I'm, I'm going to give this lovely, lovely red dye to Ander for such a wonderful display of a detective waxing philosophical about the evils <laughs> of a counterfeiter that he's chasing.
1: Sweet. It's a Park city, no less. It's a Park city. Park mm-hmm. city. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> All them slopes.
0: So... Is he trying to counterfeit a slope? <laughs> <laughs> you know, It know. might be.
2: It might be.
1: Maybe he's trying to counterfeit the medals that are in the Olympic Museum. Ooh. <laughs> be a good place to do it. Okay.
2: So, I think that it is sometime... Are you establishing? Yeah, I'm going to establish a scene. And I think that this is sometime later, and that Rudy has realized that his phone is missing, he is going to try and either track down this guy. No. because He doesn't know. We don't know. Okay. Uh, Maybe I Maybe you, you just
1: so, are heading to Lost and Found?
2: Either he's heading to Lost and Found, or he's going to go to the airport authorities to turn in Frank's, not Frankie or whatever. Franklin. Franklin. But Frank's description to try and pull some weight. Ooh. So.
1: Okay. What about if that happened before? This is it still a flashback. And that's why they pulled Frank in for questioning at the National, the Air National Guard base.
3: Oh, the reason I got nabbed?
1: Maybe. Or. Maybe. Did you get that? I, I,
2: I like the idea that that's something totally different okay, and weird and strange. Who
3: are you establishing a scene with?
1: I suppose yeah. I should ask.
2: So you don't have to establish it oh, with okay. somebody, but just like this is the scene. And then I was like, hey, I'm going to need somebody who to be the the agent there. I can. Cool. So, the, so establishing the scene okay. that Rudy is going to try and pull some, you use his. Detective authority. Yeah, use his detective authority, which is not real <laughs> not much. <laughs> but he's gonna try it and see if he can get any help tracking down uh this guy, Frank Albuquerque.
0: Hello. How may I help you? Excuse
2: me, my my name is uh Rudolph L. Blitzen, a uh, private private detection detective. detective are we all?
0: What do <laughs> you what do you need?
2: I have reason to believe that there is a criminal a dangerous criminal in the
0: airport sir this is the chicago airport airport everybody and their cat has lost their connecting flights everybody is a criminal right now
2: and i I don't quite make the connection there but i mean it seems (laughs) like they're liable to come to become a criminal certainly but
0: (laughs) the officer points behind you and you see like a bunch of teenagers going into the Auntie Anne's and stealing all of the cheese dip told ya
2: I mean well that's that's not that you know that I'm looking for a guy
0: we all are <laughs> uh, especially I see what you this say. Christmas Eve yep. <laughs> especially this Christmas Eve I see what
2: you say there but mm. I, I'm looking for one Frank Albuquerque he is about <gasps> not Yay the
0: high. Frank Albuquerque You've heard of him? No. Uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well.
0: What are you missing? What can I help you with? Is it a child? Is it... Is somebody bleeding on the floor?
2: This man is a wanted criminal. He is a counterfeiter. He's liable to... Maybe he's counterfeiting tickets here. And, but I know that he has counterfeited some very important documentation... I, all I'm asking for is to if it, that I can give him give you his description and that I might be able to get some help in locating this guy because I have been following him here to this airport and it's a perfect opportunity to get him. <laughs> I, I just need a little bit of help here
1: do we want to give them an outcome right now
3: I'm all right giving an outcome I think I think we should give a good outcome
0: okay
1: Give yourself a red die.
0: The right. officer looks back, and you can hear sounds of some Hallmark Christmas movie ooh, playing. Ooh, ooh,
1: can, I have an idea. Could Delilah come up and be really annoying right now so that the <laughs> officer be more willing to work with the detective instead? I mean, yeah.
2: Maybe, maybe Rudy can defuse this.
1: Go ahead. Okay, so Delilah comes rushing up. And is like, excuse me, officer, I need to file a complaint with whoever is in charge of the National Air Guard and the atrocities that they committed against my person.
0: You said your name was Rudy. Excuse me, is anyone listening
4: to me?
1: It's Christmas (laughs) Eve and I'm away from my children. I can't reach my husband.
0: Ma'am, please get back in line. There are 10 people in front of you.
1: I don't care what anyone else says. Are they bleeding? Are you bleeding? How dare you ask me such a thing? I am a lady.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Mr. Rudy, sir, let me give you some advice. And the officer leans in and says, if you find this guy and you rough him up a little bit, we can do something. Right now, we're on strict orders of emergencies only. So if you make an emergency, we can help you get him. By the way, here's a 10-page questionnaire about what the guy looks like. Go ahead and please find this. I got Ma'am, that. Ma'am, you are not next.
1: But you don't understand get back in the emotional line. trauma
0: I have suffered. We all have emotional trauma. It's O'Hare. <laughs> Scene.
4: <laughs>
2: Yay. Wait, so, so I need to make a, an emergency with Frank for... Yes, okay.
0: for us to get involved.
2: <laughs> to help find Frank.
0: Yes. <laughs> the... Really confusing. Basically, you got that they have your back, but they can't really do anything right now because everything is in chaos. Okay. But if somebody is, per se, bleeding or something, or, mm. you know...
3: There's a fight breaking out on the concourse. Fi- yeah, okay. there's so a fight. I think, I
1: think what you got is you have got backup for you Okay. when you find him. When you need us.
3: Okay, cool.
0: Yeah.
2: Awesome. Thank you. We're going to go ahead and give that red die to... <laughs> but we had
0: some good good
2: deals here. Yes. uh I'm gonna give it to Ashlyn. Ashlyn has eight. taken
0: three of the dice. Oh no? wait, what are, where, where are you? At? You should have two. No, I only no? one. Okay, never mind. I lied. Yeah. <laughs> never mind. I Corrin, think we have all dice? had one.
2: No? We're gonna give Corin a dice. Yeah, yeah you can that... give
0: Ashlyn a dice. It's it's fine. It's it doesn't whatever. matter.
2: Okay, yeah. we're gonna give Ashlyn a <laughs> dice. Okay, that was a, a fun idea for.
0: No, I think it's just saying, what I was saying is, I'm not complaining about it, I'm saying Ashlyn's a really good person, <laughs> if and she keeps getting dice. I literally only have two. We've only gone one round. Yes. <laughs> okay, is my turn?
2: Yes. This is round two of... Oh,
0: I think... Act one. I think I would like to establish a scene, but I kind of wanted to establish a scene... No, not yet. I'm going to establish a scene with Delilah. And this is a couple hours later. Things are getting hairy. Teenagers have stolen all of the cheese sauce. Delilah's out of hair almost looks like a rat's, rat's nest. Yes. <laughs> she is so distraught right now. People are trying to, you know, butt their way into our little carved out section of the airport. But Brindley in a weird sort of mama bear protectiveness has managed to fight everybody away with her weasel shaped travel pillow and has <laughs> may or may not beaten a couple people with it to get them out of the way. But it's, a, it's chaos out there, but this specific area, we have a momentary lapse in chaos, so it's a little bit calm. And she turns to look at Delilah, who just pulled out her phone to look at the time. And she goes, is that your family? Oh,
1: yes, sorry. I've, I've, I've been so distraught after my encounter with that awful guard. Can I can I see that picture? Oh, I've, I mean, it's not even our best one. It's not done by a
0: professional photographer, but be my guest. Brinley, who is normally a happy-go-lucky person, gets very, very dour, and she pulls out her phone. And just very calmly says, do you see a similarity between one of these people in this photo, in these photos?
1: Are you suggesting my
0: Paul has a twin? I'm suggesting that your Paul might be my Paul. And I quickly hand over your phone and we start going through like different pictures, comparing and things like that. Confirm his date of birth for me. March 6th. How old is he? Forty five. Well, mine's forty four, but he could be lying. I-, I I need to know. Grandfather's name. One, two, three, Charles. <laughs> I didn't know where you were gonna go with that.
1: So. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> One, two, three, Charles. Charles. Oh no. Um. Um. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you, uh, mother in law. Siblings. Siblings. Um, uh, private detective. B- yes. Um, Rudy. Rudy Blitzen. Rudy Blitzen. Oh, no.
1: What is my life?
0: Has everything who been a lie? Is this man who I have children with him? I do too. Hold on one second. Remember the very first day we thought our children looked so similar? They're half-siblings! Oh no! How long have you been married? 20 years? I have been married for 21. Where? Wait, hold on. Where'd, I'm the other woman? I don't know! <laughs> where, where did he propose? New York City! <laughs> was it in the middle of Times Square on January 1st?
1: No, it was Valentine's Day after seeing allowed it on stage
0: that jerk that's where he told me he wanted to propose to me but it was closed so he did it with you instead what is happening <laughs> uh, I, I, I I want to try
1: something okay can I borrow your phone for a second and call y-
0: your Paul Ooh, I like this Here you go. By the way, uh, all those one stars seem to be fairly recent. Yes,
1: um, I I did notice that. Huh. Some jerk apparently trolling the internet,
0: as it were. Wait a second. Wait a second. If he's trolling the internet and everybody thinks there's bed bugs. that means there's rooms. You call him. I'm going to go check it out right now. Very well, dear.
2: So we are going to give you guys a... So, Corrin, have a red dye. A positive result.
0: Thank you. So... Brindley quickly rushes to the counter and sees nobody at the counter. Like everybody is trying really, really hard to avoid this airport hotel. And I say, I need a room. Two queens, a king, whatever. What do you got? The presidential suite. <laughs> no, the presidential suite. Can we have the presidential suite? Well, I think... How much is the presidential suite?
2: It's, it's a lot.
0: I'll That's... double. <laughs> How about this? And she gets an evil evil grin on her face, and she pulls out Paul's business card. Oh, no. Because he gave it to her.
2: Oh, you're a Platinum member.
0: Yes, I am.
2: Well, then it's available.
0: Wonderful. By the way, could you give yourself a tip equal to the price of the presidential suite? Are you sure? Absolutely. Yes, well, I, I can. <laughs>
2: Anything else that I can get for you?
0: Yeah, you know what? I want to order everything on the menu. Ten of everything on the menu. That's a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna go get my my friend, and we'll be right back. Will it be ready by the time we are checked in and everything? It'll Perfect. take about an hour.
2: Okay, I, I'll I'll keep it keep it available for you.
0: Thank you. And then she's going to go to every vending machine (laughs) on the way back and just start swiping this thing and scene.
3: Nice. Amazing. (laughs) Incredible. Well done.
0: Okay. I want to give this to, ooh, Ander or Ashlyn,
1: Ander or Ashlyn. I mean, you could give it to Neil if you really want to.
0: (laughs) I could. Wait, what? He wasn't even in the scene, but he did set this up. (laughs) I think I'm going to give it to Ander.
2: Okay. I will take it.
0: Thank you. Because good customer service. Yay! (laughs) Those who work in the
1: customer service industry definitely deserve it. Yes. Yes. Especially around the holidays. (sighs) Merry Christmas, everyone. All right. (laughs) 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 My life is falling apart. (laughs) But uh, so Delilah's scene, she's going to set it. She is on the phone and it's ringing... As she's trying to get in contact with her husband.
3: Using Bryn's phone. Yes, Yes. using Bryn's phone. Oh, (sighs) okay.
1: He never picked up for me either. You have to let us know that we're ringing. Oh, sorry. Ring, ring. (laughs) Click.
3: Bree, bree, sweetie, how are you?
1: Hello, Paul. Huh? So how much of it is true?
3: i'm very sorry uh this is my wife's number uh
1: who is this paul don't play games with me you have four children apparently more than four children katie olivia jem (gasps) and ryan they were hoping to see you before santa came and now i am going to tell them that santa is not real because their father is a two-timing I can't say it.
3: it, it it's not what you think. I I can explain everything. I just I, Daddy, who's on the phone? It's 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 no one, sweetie. It's it's <laughs>
1: you are telling your other children that I am no one. I... I thought I was your world. You proposed to me in New York City after the Darling, sweetie, <laughs> You are my premiere. world. You are my everything. And it... you proposed to this other woman, the starlight of my life, I...
0: before.
3: Are we going to make hot chocolate tonight? <laughs> yes, 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 we're going to make hot chocolate. Don't Paul?
0: worry. daddy, why does that sound like my best friend's bomb?
3: Ah, uh, you have excellent hearing for your age, <laughs> little one. Why She's don't yelling. you Why don't you go in the kitchen and start warming up the milk on the stove, okay?
1: I hope you burn from that hot chocolate, no, and I didn't. hope that Santa gives you exactly what you deserve. Wait, wait, with wait! wait. All I all have... the coal in the world. A- answer me and one question. I will be filing for divorce. What? One question, please. Click.
3: Uh, for... <laughs> She hung up on me. <laughs> Why does she have
2: Bryn's phone? So, Corin and I have decided that we're giving Ashlyn a bad result. Yeah, a negative dark...
1: one, a green one. I mean, it's a very bad result that. Her husband had nothing to defend himself with. I think at this point it would make her night even worse if <clears throat> her oldest child calls mm. and on her on her phone, not Brynn's phone. What <laughs> <Plot laughs> twist? <laughs> Hi, Katie.
2: Mom, are you gonna come home soon?
1: I'm so sorry, sweetie. I'm so sorry. I'm...
2: Is Dad going to be here? What's going on?
1: I, I can't I can't do it. She hangs up.: What? Huh?
3: What a terrible phone call.:
1: <laughs> Incredible. Well done.
2: And up the:
3: There we go.:
1: OK. Well, I'm gonna have to give it to you.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah
1: great job being the scum paul <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah good job happy to help okay we got two more scenes left in this act we do we do We got to ratchet up tension
3: i think i
2: want
1: emotions are high
3: i would like to resolve a scene okay um, so that
2: means that we come up with a scene indeed in which you spotlight yes
1: So maybe Frank overheard Brinley talking to the hotel employee (laughs) about getting the presidential suite.
0: And the business platinum card. Yes. Brinley is currently swiping that card at the next vending machine. She's got her luggage. She had an extra one for like souvenirs and stuff to come back. So she's opened up her luggage and she is throwing in, like, Funyuns and, like, Pepsis, and that's Don't what she's doing. Don't forget the Little Debbies. Oh, yes, absolutely the Little Debbies. And I starts wiping again.
1: Uh, probably by this point, Delilah has joined you, and she's just uncontrollably sobbing. I even wore
0: my waterproof mascara, so you can't even see how distraught I am. Delilah, you look great. You look fantastic. Even you're such a graceful crier. How could I, how could we be married to such a horrid man? Uh, uh, Those con artists. It's almost as if he counterfeited our marriage. It's almost as if he counterfeited our marriage.
3: Meanwhile, Frank goes up to the concierge.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yes, hello. Yes.
3: Yes, sir. What can I do for you? yes, my, my partner should have come up recently and booked a room for us and I, I was ho- wanting to update that. Uh, do, do you um, have any spare rooms available? We've, we found a friend of ours and we're going to put them up on our on our dime. What's the name it would be under that I can look it up? I asked her to come get the, the presidential suite. Uh, she should have used my card. Oh,
2: um, oh. Yes, our, would you happen to be a like, uh, Mr. Jacob?
0: It would be Jacobson,
2: yeah. Jacobson? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Very, very gracious. Good to see
3: you, sir. Uh, of course. As always, excellent to see you. Just one extra room for our, our dear friend, who's also stranded here this evening. One adjacent, um, if at all possible.
2: Mm, it's. do don't have many available.
3: I see, I see.
2: I, I really would love to be as accommodating as we can, but there is gestures to the airport. <laughs> yes, uh… <sighs>
0: Two old women are fighting <laughs> over a Dunkin' Donuts breakfast sandwich. It
3: is, it is a bad time, <sighs> that is for certain. Yes. And getting worse.
0: And you see some teenagers walk
1: by and they're like, oh no, we can't stay there. They're like infested with roaches or something.
0: Ew, oh my gosh, no. Let's what? go to this other place. I see that there's a place over by the Frozen Frosties.
1: Um, You mean like the Jumanji uh, juice? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's so delicious. Let's go. Okay.
3: Uh, well, would you be terribly upset if the three of us bunked down in, into the the one room, be, you know, given the circumstances of the evening? Of course, that that's
2: fine. There there are two beds that are available. I'm sure that would be. Would that
3: be appropriate? We 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 might be able to pull out a a a roller bed. That would be most excellent. Kay. I believe. Yes, that would that w- that would be. And at this point, Frank happens to glance over and sees a Rudy. Wandering out of a crowd, patting pockets, uh, it was around. He- it was around here somewhere. And in a panic, Frank leaves the concierge, accidentally leaving behind the telephone. So,
2: Corin and Ashlyn have decided to give eight. Neil oh, a green dice. But I was Stark resolving dice. it, was I not?
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah, you yeah, did. Oh, yeah. You, get right. you get to choose. You get to choose if want you want battery batter or a yeah. good result. I was I was looking for a bad result. Okay, okay, good.
0: Okay, so you're resolving it with a bad result.
3: I am. Yes. Rudy looks up. Hey. Hey you, uh, Fra-
2: Franklin?
0: Franklin. I, hey, hey. Hey.
2: Hey. Have you seen my
3: phone? Uh, no. I I am afraid I Last I, time I, I last I, time I, I, I th- haven't seen it anywhere and Frank knocks his hat off.
2: Franklin. Frank. Mr. Albuquerque. Sorry, sir.
3: I, it's been a terrible evening. I will have to uh, run off and find other accommodations. You have an excellent evening. Hold and on. races off into the airport.
2: And Rudy is chasing after you. Rudy. Hot on your tail.
0: Wait, was that Rudy? Uh, What? I am crying. Oh,
3: scene.
2: Scene.
0: <laughs> scene.
1: Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, I should end it there.
3: Cool. It was a mess of a scene, but I wanted to be chased through the airport. I'm yes. sorry. Yes. That is yes. appropriate.
0: We need a it's chase great. scene.
1: <laughs>
3: Uh, that being said, I would like to give this very pleasant green dye, even though it ended very poorly. I would like to give it to Corin for Ooh. delightfully setting up such a wonderful hotel scene. <laughs> there you
0: go.
3: Ah! I'm sorry, it was it was a poor handoff of the dye on my part. <laughs> it went sailing.
0: My eyeball! You got my eyeball!
1: <laughs> oh no! Ah! That's not the holiday spirit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Frank Albuquerque on the run in O'Hare Airport. <laughs>
1: Time to cause a scene, all right? <laughs> so we can get back up.
2: <laughs> so this is the last scene of Act One, and I am going to establish. I feel like this has been pretty well established. <laughs> yes. Yeah? yeah. Rudy is chasing after his quarry, Frank Albuquerque, and he is hot on the tail, and he is trying to also to navigate through people. That there are so many people in this airport to begin with, but. This is further exacerbated by just the general chaos. And he's pushing through,
3: knocking over people. Frank is trading hats and coats and sweaters and outfit changes as frequently as he can as well as racing through. But
0: you see a kid standing on a box and hes you see a bunch of adults throwing money at this kid because this kid's like, I've got a mobile hotspot. Who needs it? And he's (laughs) selling it off to the highest bidder.
2: And Rudy tosses him to the side, throwing the no! phone to the ground.
1: Mommy. The phone's on the ground, get it!
2: <laughs> Rudy is chasing after him, and he is getting close, and he is coming up and manages to duck around a, a side passage. He spent a lot of time wandering around this, the food court. He's very familiar with it. Mm. Goes around the candy shop, stand and manages to cut off Frank slows uh, down Frank's thinking
3: I've lost him he got lost in the crowd he can't get, he can't he can't get me now i'm i'm free and clear i'm turns turns the corner to come face to face with rudy there hey, you are rudy buddy pal friend of mine franklin you don't know how long i've been looking
2: for you okay first of all my name's not franklin and you should know better by frank, now frank frank I mean, it's all kinds of things, isn't it? Isn't it, Frank Albuquerque, counterfeiter, destroyer of truth,
3: murderer of <laughs> always, always <laughs> you with that soapbox. It's it's not as bad it's as an it important sounds. soapbox. It's I to some people, but I'll, I'm okay. going to lock you up. I mean, with all due respect, we're already kind of locked up. You know, I mean, the snow is above the window at this point.
2: Look over, and it, it is certainly above the window. There's like. You can see strange lights out there, colors and odd things, but it is, yeah.
1: You mean aliens? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There's just, there's lots of weird lights at the airports. It's
0: true.
2: Ugh. yeah, but I've got you now. I mean, you don't have me yet. I just, was just given a red, red dye. He pulls out Pause, and handcuffs <laughs> and slaps them on, on your arm and on his arm. Okay. okay now, you now you've up, got how do you I've got you. So what now? Now, we are going to sit tight until things clear up here and I can take you
3: in. Great. May I make a suggestion? Maybe. You don't want me to get away, right? No, I don't. So, ask the nice people at the concierge at the hotel if they have a room available? I mean, it would be a lot easier to keep track of you in a single room rather than a. Right, big
2: old that's airport. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're a clever guy.
3: Okay. I'll even give you your phone back. You've got my phone? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> give me a... And here. scene. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: I just get it. You don't have to. No, that's just good enough. <laughs> that's good enough. All right. So we've now done two scenes per person. And we're now at the, what, the tilt?
2: Yep. Yeah. So this is going to be, we're going to take a quick intermission here so that we can set things up and get things ready for our tilt. This is going to be where we start really ratcheting it up even further and introducing some wild elements, and we're going to see this thing go down in flames.
0: Booyah! Merry Christmas! (laughs) We'll be back in a second!
2: And welcome back! So we are entering Act 2. So now we are going to figure out the tilt. So I'm going to read from the book here. It's got a handy little paragraph here that says... As Act 1 wraps up, you'll have some dice in front of you as the result of the preceding scenes. You'll roll them all and add all the black dice, in this case we're using green dice, together, and all the white dice together, in this case we're using red. And then you subtract the lower from the higher. If you have no dice, your total is zero. Alright, so I have two
0: red dice. I, Corin, have two green dice.
1: And we're saying the red is light mm-hmm. and green is dark. Okay. Yes. I have one of each.
0: And
3: I also have one of each. All right. Everybody roll these. Hoo-hoo. Okay. I have a total of six.
0: I have a total of eight green.
3: My total is zero. Oh, Ooh. so you got a one and a one? I got a one and a one.
1: Snake
0: eyes. My total is four.
3: Okay. So that
2: means that.
0: Wait. Snake eyes means you would have zero.
2: Mm-hmm. One minus one, zero.
0: You said you had four. Yeah, five minus one. Oh, she was I, commenting zero. on my Commenting snake eyes. on yours. Yes, okay, there you go. That makes sense. It's like, whoa.
1: Okay, <laughs> sorry. Know what I mean, not what I say. Mm-hmm. We haven't even decided, and we're experiencing a tilt. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so that means that Corin and I are going to be the ones choosing the tilt. And again, statistically, that's what makes sense. There is another set of tables. So you know, a table that's got six big categories and six smaller ones. Again, you, what you would normally do is take the remaining eight dice in this case that weren't distributed out to everyone at the end during Act 1 is that we would roll all those and use those to, to pick from for our tilt but we're going to expedite things along, and each of us are going to roll one dice and we are going to use that as our decision.
0: Perfect. I got a two.
2: And I have a three.
0: All six choices are mayhem, tragedy, innocence, guilt, paranoia, and failure. However, we can choose tragedy or innocence, pain followed by confusion under tragedy, <laughs> or a neighbor wanders into the situation.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So do we want to add in lots of pain and chaos or random
0: bystanders? Uh, I mean, both could absolutely happen.
2: (laughs) I mean, yeah, and that's the thing is that at any point we can do these kind of things, but how the tilt is is that this is a random chaos-infusing element that is intended to cause all of our problems to go awry and anybody can infuse into the, into a scene at any point.
0: I'm leaning more towards pain followed by confusion. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Yes. 100% yes. Ashlyn knows what her tilt is going to be, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> She's planned her tilt.
3: I'm perfectly cool. fine with it. Cool. Sounds awesome. good. So,
0: pain followed by confusion.
3: Under I don't know tragedy. what this is going to
0: be, but I'm already confused, so
3: we're on the right track. Just assume that there will
2: always be
1: pain.
0: There's already confusion, so we're good on that.
1: <laughs> well, we're just going to have more confusion. Frank was Paul all along.
2: Gasp. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, that was something that went through my head during the break.
0: <laughs> He's just that good. <laughs>
2: So that brings up, who are the little kids on the other end of the line? I don't know. (laughs) No comment.
0: (laughs) Just recorded. (laughs) Children. Anyways, uh, who's starting?
2: Neil, would you be up for starting? Let's let's reverse order on this.
0: Sure.
3: Does this follow the same format as the first half?
2: Exact same format. The only thing that is changing is that at the end of the scene, in during act one, you give your dice that you received to somebody else, but in this one, you keep it Oh boy, okay,
3: okay I'm happy to begin I mean, Frank just got arrested So I think Boy, how do we want to But he, he,
2: he convinced Rudy to uh, That like We're going to go to the
3: presidential suite Yes, yes, mm-hmm. we're going to go to Presidential suite Because uh, it's easier to keep track of him there Yes, it's a grand idea Wonderful idea
1: Possibly will not go wrong.
3: I don't know how this is going to turn out, so I'm going to say
1: it's going to follow be followed by pain and then confusion. There you go. We'll get there. It'll be fine.
3: <laughs> Frank and Rudy start wandering through the uh, the terminal, uh, heading back towards the the hotel and the rooms. And so uh, nice, nice weather we're having, huh, Rudy? Looks out at the
2: just. You know, like, dump trucks of snow that are just pouring outside. We, we've already established that, like, it's above, your know, head height looking out there. You can hardly see the sky through these enormous windows.
0: Which is already impressive because we're already so high off the ground because mm-hmm. of airplanes. Yeah. It's, it's impressive.
3: And may I perhaps offer, because I think it would be funny... Briefly, Rudy glancing at the window, seeing a singular large eye looking back at him. Rudy blinking, <laughs> and the eye vanishing. Yes. Uh, did, yeah, uh, did you, did you see that? What the snow, falling from the sky, the the fluffy white stuff? Come on, Rudy. It's like you've never seen snow before. We're from Jersey. Focus, man. <sighs> uh, those. Yeah, yeah, it was. There's a lot of weird lights out there. It's you airports. are tired and exhausted. You need some good long rest. Come on, let's get you laid down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good idea. Nice warm cup of tea, maybe a hot meal. Not a great meal, given it's an airport yeah. hotel, but we'll 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 find something to fill your belly. Don't you worry. Ah, uh, and I think no, we'll wait to no, break things. <laughs> we'll wait to break things. We're still setting up. What's going to be broken? It'll mm. be fine. Mm. I don't know how this scene is going to end, so if anyone has any thoughts, I would love some inspiration.
0: Smash cut to the presidential suite. <laughs> and yeah, that makes sense. Brinley and Delilah are snacking on all our vending <laughs> acquired, yeah, our, our acquired vending <laughs> goods. This is the third bag of Funyuns that <laughs> Brinley is on, and to to heck with the, uh, the New Year's resolution at the beginning of the year. Everything is falling apart, and then we hear a Did you order room service, Delilah? We have so much food here. No, everyone needs to leave me alone in my heartbreak.
3: Frank, isn't this your room? Why are you knocking? Um, well, it's... I was... Listen, I was going to try and kidnap a cot. I'm going to be honest with you, and clearly that's not going to work now. Kidnap a what? A cot, you know. A bed. Okay, yeah. Uh, Rudy? Wait, hang on. You two know each other? Friendly. What are you? What are you doing what here? What are you doing here? You've been cheating on me, and you didn't tell me. <laughs> Wait, no, that's my sister-in-law. Oh, never mind.
0: Wait, is, is...
3: what
2: are you? I, th-
0: I thought you were dating what Jan. What are you doing?
3: What are you doing in Frank's room?
0: Who's Frank?
3: Uh... hi. Waves' hand that it's ha- currently handcuffed to Rudy.
0: Where's Jan? <laughs> so,
3: so Rudy's <laughs> hand also waves apparently.
0: <laughs> um okay this is is this some sort of couples counseling thing I don't no understand. he's a counterfeiter
2: and I, he, he's my big score I've been chasing him
0: oh this is that guy yeah. oh well I would say nice to meet you but I just found out that your brother uh, it, and Enrico? I got that
1: at that <laughs> moment Delilah just breaks into more tears Paul oh,
0: you scumbag
2: I mean yeah he is
0: Have you met Delilah no. Apparently, I'm also your sister-in-law.
1: I cannot believe twenty years lying and cheating and. Uh, you had in, a sister-in-law
3: and you never spoke
0: to her. You scum!
2: I mean, Frank, we've only had like five minutes here. Yeah,
0: yeah okay. S- I, that's fair. A couple, like a really old couple, like walks by, giving us the eye, and I just grab both of your handcuffed hands and pull you inside. Oh, it's you. The Oh. weird man from the you interrogation.
1: I met him briefly when people thought that he had something to do with aliens or something. Wait, I
3: have what? nothing to do with it. Listen, the Air National Guard wait. heard a rumor picked us both up because we happened to be in the right place at the I right time. I know nothing
0: about aliens. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Did, you, did you say National Guard?
3: Yeah, the National Guard. They took us in together thinking that we were an item. We weren't. I didn't know who she <laughs> was.
0: I give a knowing look to Rudy and say, The National Guard is here. Do you think do you think they were looking for the thing?
2: Are you talking about our thing?
0: Yeah. Your object? Our object. (laughs) The thing? In our possession?
2: I mean maybe. Do you have it?
0: I thought you had it. I need chocolate Oh no. (laughs) Who who has who has the birth certificate? This is
2: Got a uh
0: I quickly start going through my... I need
1: to watch pay-per-view and drown my sorrows with Hallmark
0: Christmas movies. Remember to use the business card as I start throwing <laughs> clothes out trying to look for a oh, document. Oh, don't
1: worry. I have his other business card.
0: Gonna rack that up, found too. Found it! Found it! Oh, Thank goodness, thank goodness. I mean, if they get hold of this, Rudy... Hold on, hold on! This, Hold on, okay. So this is the counterfeiter, Rudy, you were going after.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure... It's a birth certificate, though. It's a counterfeit.
0: If it is, then why is the National Guard here? I don't know. Aliens?
2: You were talking about aliens.
0: Hold on,
1: we're getting I off. don't know anything about these aliens. I mean, maybe they were looking for illegal aliens, people who came into the country illegally.
0: Oh, that might make more sense. With birth I mean, certificate, yeah. Maybe I mean, it the might president. be something else. You know what? If this if President Obama's birth certificate if this certificate that we I'm sorry you have what now? Brindley
1: are you holding out on me? Also you said that this gentleman Frank here is a counterfeiter?
3: Waves the handcuffed hand again.
1: Hello? Is this counterfeit?
3: Um.
1: Use your skills of whatever expertise you have on counterfeiting. (laughs) If, well all if, right
3: uh, if I mean if you don't mind I mean I'm pretty sure you're the one who saw this to begin with I
1: listen,
0: you're the one who drafted this I've
3: made a lot of things in my life that that does not look familiar I would know my handiwork by a, a little mark on the corner so if, if I may examine the document so
2: uh,
1: we're giving a red slash light die to Frank
2: oh no to Neil so you get what you want in this situation oh great okay. <laughs>
1: Technically you've gotten what you wanted. Yes. <laughs> all right, yeah. you're in the presidential suite, but you know, sweeten the deal for you. All right, all right, all right.
3: Uh, hmm. That
1: would well, lead to more pain and suffering.
3: Uh Rudy, would you would you mind with with the cuff and the it's hard to examine things with the tag along. Uh, I mean, it's kind of against protocol. Where
2: am I gonna go? All right, all right, all right, right. I and mean, he reaches in around him and he he, he pulls out uh, a keychain. It's got all kinds of keys
3: on it. It starts thumbing through those.
2: Remind How many handcuffs do
0: you have? I mean,
3: they're not all handcuffs.
0: Okay, that's good to know.
3: Remind me never to steal your keys. I would never get out. Oh, uh, here we go. Okay, and uh, he, he unlocks it. All right, let's take a look at this thing. Um, Now, admittedly, I have made several counterfeit Obama birth certificates in my day. They sold for quite a, quite a nice sum of money, but... Which I is why I'm after you. Precisely, but... I don't think this one is mine. You see, I always put a smiley face up here in this corner here, right about
0: there. Oh, yes, a, h- a hidden smiley face watermark. E- yes, you know, exactly. Yeah, I,
1: I would count that as being something kind of very obvious and not a good... I don't know what I'm trying to say now, well, never listen, mind. I, I, I do
3: don't, I don't always sell stuff to smart people, okay?
0: Wait, 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 wait. Clearly. Wait. If this isn't yours, and it looks fairly real, Oh, I, I saw this in a movie. Hold on, hold on. And she's going to go into the other room, and she's going... I think you guys know where this is going. She's going to grab a little cup of lemons that she Brindley, happened to get.
1: Brindley, please tell me you're not going to national treasure this. I'm going to national treasure this. There is not a map to a secret treasure on the back of Barack
0: Obama's birth certificate.
2: <laughs> I mean, the might.
0: I'm going to... But some- I I expect a twenty five percent cut, of course, obviously. Uh, but
2: that's negotiable.
0: You know what? <laughs> if we take Paul to court, we're gonna get rich. If we've, if I'm already rich, darling. Paul has no money. What are you talking about? We're gonna talk about this later. <laughs> I'm going to national treasure this. And so she sticks uh, a Q-tip into the lemon, and just kind of squishes it around, and then kind of puts it into the corner of the back of the the birth certificate, and then blows gently.
2: D- Delilah, it, go is get, that go
1: that get enough the hair dryer. heat to actually generate what you're expecting. Oh, no. You need heat, remember? That's true. Does anybody <laughs> have a lighter? I, I, oh, my does goodness. There's a hair
3: dryer
2: in the <laughs> hotel. Yes, I'm
1: getting the hair dryer from the bathroom in the hotel. Okay. the hotel room.
3: Meanwhile, Frank is sheepishly putting his lighter back in his pocket. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the hair dryer goes on and. I mean, it's safer. Let's not light the thing on fire, Frank. This is fair. And <laughs> that on the was, back of that the certificate
3: of is a strange esoteric symbol of some kind.
1: Is it alien in nature? How should I know? I don't know.
0: I thought you were the expert. That's why I asked you.
1: I'm a counterfeiter! Scene.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, really quick, really quick. Do we find something on the back? Or have we not figured yes. that out? There is something yeah. on the back. There's something on the there back. There's
3: a strange esoteric symbol.
0: Ooh. Okay. okay.
3: So. Now,
0: I know what it's symbol of. Oh,
1: you
3: know,
2: Jeff, you, yeah. you've got your result. You've got yes, your diet, you I keep got, that red dye.
0: Excellent. You this. got out of the handcuffs, and you've got this cool counterfeit Barack Obama birth certificate. And now maybe there's,
3: there's, there's a possibility I can get myself out of trouble if I just kind of hang with them and help them figure out whatever this is, and, you know, maybe I can just escape while Rudy's not looking. Don't
0: tell him I said that, though. Right, Rudy?
2: <laughs> I heard every word you said.
3: Uh, right. <laughs>
0: So, which way are we going now?
2: Well, let's keep going around. We're going clockwise. So, Ashlyn,
1: you're All up. right. So, f- to set up my scene, I think after discovering this symbol, Delilah has some experience with the occult.
2: Ah. Back
1: Ooh. Back from her college days.
2: So, the National Guard <gasps> weren't totally unfounded.
1: They were not. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, she has to play rich stay-at-home housewife. She has a role to play.
0: Oh, wow. You're on a registry. <laughs> You're on a federal registry.
1: <laughs> it's all on the download, darling. It's fine.
3: Wait, did they grab me because they thought I was your husband? Oh, no.
1: Paul's not involved in my work.
3: <laughs> then why did they grab me? A discussion for later.
1: Please okay. continue. The scene. Uh, yes. Okay. So for this scene, Delilah, with her experience in the occult, she recognizes this symbol. Ooh. It is a symbol of... Okay, now someone's got to help me, because I don't remember the name of this this person. Oh, great. This Either that or character. we just make
2: up s- syllables.
1: What is the character, starts with a K, that is the anti-Santa?
2: Oh, Krampus. Krampus.
1: Krampus. Oh, boy. <laughs>
2: the symbol of Krampus. Oh, no. Of the beyond.
1: Thank you. So it is a symbol of Krampus.
2: Or it could be Krampioth.
0: Krampioth. <laughs> on Earth, he is known as Krampus.
1: So, um, okay, I like that, Krampioth. And if you summon him, depending on how you summon him, you could summon him to have him do your bidding. So Delilah's idea, summon Krampioth in order to kill Paul, and then we collect on his life insurance money.
0: Ooh. And we get rich. wait, 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 wait. Uh, Paul is a scumbag. By the way, I just realized that Rudy and Paul do not have the same last name. Was he adopted?
2: Uh, um it, it might be the more fact that I didn't really want to stick around him.
0: Okay, so you're adopted.
2: No, I just changed my name.
0: Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Legally changed. That <laughs> is a <laughs> thing people do, darling. Uh, well, I understand. I'm not dumb.
3: Wait, you? I was saying you were. Rudy Blitzen is your name? Yeah, I thought it fit rather well. Good taste. I'm quick. (laughs) Chased you down. (laughs) No comment.
1: (laughs) And you know, that little bit of red on his nose is nothing to be concerned about. (laughs) Now, Paul is a terrible
0: human being who just happens to be the father of both of our children.
2: So let me get this straight. You're wanting to start a ritual in this
0: hotel room? To murder Paul. Why not, darling? It's Christmas Eve. She does have a point. It (laughs) is Christmas Eve. There's no other time we'd be able to
1: summon Krampiath who everyone else outside of the occult knows is named Krampus, but.
2: <laughs> so I, I I am nominating a red dice for Ashlyn. Great. Uh, so you get what you want in this situation.
1: I'm gonna give us pain and confusion, you guys. Yes. <laughs> but what? Are, okay, okay. So what's involved in this ritual? Like, oh, well, we'll need like at least two dozen candles, and um, okay. a little bit of blood from everyone. It's okay. Just just a few
0: drops. Um, hmm. Oh, don't worry. Just just imagine... Does that, mean, does that mean that this elder being is now going to be tied to my blood and my bloodline and all that stuff? No. Are you sure? As long as you're not the one casting the ritual. I
1: okay.
2: think I might be uh, outside on this one.
1: Um, don't worry, darling. I know exactly what to do. Okay,
0: I don't, I don't want to go to jail for murder. Maybe an in, mm, manslaughter?
3: I'll run downstairs and grab those candles. No. I mean,
0: this is crampieth.
1: He's got not going candles. to leave a trace, and they're not going to be able to trace it to us.
0: This is the perfect murder. Okay. I, okay, I, I just so happen to have 13 candles in my bag because I was going to also... Uh, my, my daughter, or I don't have a daughter, my son's <laughs> birthday, 13th birthday is a couple days after Christmas, so we could use 12 of them, I guess. Ooh, well, I'm now just... you're making me feel
1: awful that I'm going to be killing your son's father a couple days before his birthday, but, uh Paul's a
0: scumbag, it's fine.
2: Paul is a scumbag.
0: Can, can we do a two-parter? Can we, like, can we, like, say, kill Paul and be billionaires? Crampyoth doesn't grant
1: wishes of wealth. Crampyoth just grants wishes of murder—not <laughs> necessarily murder, just in acts acts of punishment to those who are deserving of it.
3: Unfortunately worded uh, statements of desire, possibly like the 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 genie's
2: wish or the monkey paw rather.
1: Yeah, yeah, the say. guy that
3: wished he he, he could be uh, known throughout all history and the genie said, granted, and turned him to, into a fish. No one remembers his name, but everyone remembers the wish he made. Ah, yep, yeah.
0: Okay, I have a second question. Krampioth symbols on the back of Obama's birth certificate. Does that mean Obama is Krampus?
2: <laughs> End scene.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's his third cousin, twice removed. Oh, <laughs> that's okay then. Okay. fbi
1: please don't put us on the watch list
0: (laughs) okay so for a few years past that he's not president anymore i would like to establish a scene that doesn't involve our characters is that okay yes sure okay in the tunnels we're in chicago right yes yep Okay, I was thinking Denver. No, we can't do Denver. Okay.
2: Yeah, Denver Airport's got tunnels.
0: Yeah, and Blucifer. So... We could go on and on about the Denver Airport. We could, absolutely. (laughs) So, in a dark room, away from the chaos, weirdly away from the chaos, almost as if it's either soundproof or perhaps in another dimension, there is a meeting of four individuals Wearing the National Guard garb, oh. the
1: the uniforms of the National Air Guard. Yes, or the Air National Guard. I don't. I was it were, the Air
0: National Guard? Or it was definitely was the, National-
1: the Air National Guard.
0: Okay, so wearing the Air National Guard uniforms, and they're looking over a portable, what looks to be like a radar, like a think like a switch, but with but it has radar on it. Okay. On okay. It. And so they're tracking something. They're tracking something. And that something just showed up. Sir. Commander. I think, I think we found it. It's here in O'Hare.
2: It's here? What do you think?
0: I don't know, sir. It just appeared out of nowhere. Does, does Mm. that mean it's, it's being activated? Do they know?
2: It's, it's probably not, but look into it.
0: There's going to be so much pain and confusion if it's activated. (laughs)
2: Absolutely, but we've got to get ahead of this. We want all of our team out there.
0: Ensign Gregor. Sir. Come with me. We must follow this track. Yes, sir. And two people walk out into the absolute chaos. The moment they open up the door, it's just absolute chaos. And the kid has now... You know, the kid that was doing the uh hotspot buying of the hotspot thing with the, mm. the people. He's now back up and my person just knocks him over again and <laughs> somebody grabs the kid's phone and now there's absolute chaos going. Ensign, Gregor, you go that you go that way. I'll go this way. And we're gonna we're gonna converge. It looks like it looks like it's in the presidential suite of the airport hotel. Understood, sir. Do you have it? Do you have The weapon, just in case we're going into something unknown.
3: Of course, sir. It's my responsibility to carry it, sir.
0: That's correct. Now, go. I will meet you on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Five minutes later.
1: Uh, Oh, we need to give mm. you. uh, You know what? I'm going to give you. I don't know. Do we want this to turn out favorably or unfavorably? Let's do favorably. It would
3: be real funny if we got all the favorablys out of the way. First. And that means yes. everything goes goes yes. bad.
0: Yep. Okay. So 20 minutes later, after sweeping all of the hotel in opposite directions, mm-hmm. Ensign Gregor and this person end up at the door of the presidential suite. Ensign so, Gregor, do you have it? I have it here. And what does it look like?
3: <laughs> it is, honestly, it looks like a GameCube. <laughs>
0: I've got a switch in my hand and you've got a GameCube. It's it's, it's got a little handle on it and it's a little
3: box with with little darkish circles on it and a couple of buttons on the front.
0: Okay. I'm going to knock on this door and I need you to activate the cube.
3: Understood, sir. Would you like it on setting one or two? Let's do one and a half. I'll try my best, sir. And scene.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Alright. I'm going to establish a scene. It's in the hotel room, but Rudy is looking at the window because so there's a window.
3: The presidential and, suite, of course, there's a window. Yes.
2: And the presidential suite is high up. It's like as high up as you can get uh, on the airport. So that way you get the best view of all these things and can see above the snow line. And Rudy's looking out of there. Because he, he doesn't really want to be part of this ritual <laughs> thing, but he also needs to, you know, to keep track of Frank. So he is, he's you know, looking back and forth between um, Frank and now this window. Because he, he, he saw something out there and is looking. And as he's... He, the others are setting up and things, and there's all these things going on in the background, but he's looking out there. And then something huge flies past the window. <gasps> and it is like there there you can see some of the 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 lights that are out about from the airport and just like something enormous just moves in front of them. There is a distinct flash and glow, we're gonna say, of green dark eerie light and a a terrifying rumble. A terrifying roar that shakes everything.
1: What was that? I mean, that's not supposed to be part of the ritual. I'm not sure,
0: darling. I mean, we haven't even we haven't even cut our palms, which you know, in hindsight, it's probably not the best place to cut them because there's I, so many nerves in your palm. I mean, I would not have suggested the palm, dear. It's just a fingertip will suffice. Oh,
1: I,
3: I did my arm.
0: Uh, oh my gosh, that's so much blood! <laughs> no, it's it was a shallow cut a minute ago. Oh no, it's getting sucked into the candles. That's a lot of blood
1: for this ritual. Oh no, what's gonna happen? We're gonna find out, I guess.
3: I mean, probably nothing because you know rituals are bunk. But this is fun to hang out with and and meet people. So you know, you know, the- happy
1: holidays and all that. But your soul may be forfeit.
3: What? At
2: that, the the blood is being soaked into the arcane circle that has been drawn on the carpet in ketchup packets. And <laughs> of
0: course, <laughs> we have many of those ketchup we packets and fun in extra funions. We couldn't find a pen.
2: <laughs> well, nope. the, the, the pen marks are for the fine details. Oh, okay. You got to have something big to make that the big, bold, thick lines. Yes. And that's all that was left.
0: <laughs> and, like, we couldn't connect certain sections, so there's, like, a little bump of a funion connecting those ex- <laughs> those extra sections. And, like, there's a Snickers in there somewhere. It's very strange.
2: The Snickers is at the center.
0: Yes. Because everybody knows Krampioth loves Snickers. You're not yourself when you're hungry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Snickers begins to glow with a infernal crimson light, and it rises up into the air and begins to rotate on multiple axes. You can hear what sounds like devilish, horrible bell ringing.
1: Oh yes, that's his calling card.
2: <laughs> and the the Snickers bar crumples. <gasps> and as a tear in space is opened, long, gnarled fingers crawl and tear themselves out of this, this rip in the universe, and out comes, we can see these coal burning eyes and a long, gristly beard that.
1: Andor, please give yourself a green slash dark day. Okay.
2: This terrible monstrosity leaps out of this rip in space and throws itself onto Rudy. Oh
1: no. <laughs> oh no.
2: <laughs> and Rudy. begins. Oh uh, no, we didn't do him. the circle
1: correctly. We didn't contain him. The no. fun- Ru- Someone knocked a fun in
3: <laughs> Rudy's blood wasn't part of the circle.
1: That's why what? he's being attacked. Oh, wow. Get it off. Get it off me. Get
0: <laughs> it off. Benley's going to try fighting. and try and grab it but it's just not working. What do we do? I will I will do what I can to reverse the mm. Mm. Think, think. How do
1: I reverse the ritual? Bang, 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 bang. Who is it? Oh, no. (laughs) 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 We don't need any room service. Come away. The
3: door gets kicked open, and there are two uniformed individuals. One of them throws a box in the middle of the room, and there is a bright green flash
2: and dark. End scene. Oh, boy. (laughs) What's happening?
1: (laughs) Hey, pain and then confusion. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. are doing it.
3: It's true. <laughs> All right, I know what we're going to do for the next scene. Okay. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to need a little help with this. As the scene returns, a light in a small room appears, and there is one of our characters being questioned by one of the guards. And then, as the question is answered, another question is asked, and someone else answers. Are we on board? Do we like this idea? Oh, Tim. Okay.
0: So like an interrogation scene where we flip-flop between rooms? Yes. Okay, yeah, I'm on board. All right.
1: Okay. Who are going to be the different... Are we Are going to have one or two different interrogators?
3: I mean, we could do two, but I could also just play the ensign interrogating everybody, and the ensign could interrogate Frank on his own.
2: That would make more sense. Sure. That okay. way it, it's less confusing for people listening. Perfect. Tell me where Not quite. We, we uh-huh.
3: Don't call Christopher Nolan yet. We don't <laughs> need him involved.
0: All right. So the ensign is... Okay.
3: The light clicks on, and the ensign is in the room with poor Frank. So tell <laughs> me. <laughs> What do you know about the document? I, I've never seen the document before in my, in my life. Don't lie to me! Where did you first pick up this document?
1: I only saw it this evening when my good friend um produced it out of her luggage.
3: And
0: you came upon this document legally? Well, I came upon it. I don't necessarily know if it was legal or illegal. It just was, kind of there. And
3: your involvement in this is direct or indirect.
2: It's a pretty nice tie you got there.
3: Professional, I see. <laughs> is that Verbotchi? And what were you trying to accomplish with this ritual? Well, we we weren't trying to do anything. I was just, you know, uh, uh, it was it was. It was, it was her idea. It was Delilah's idea. I, I had nothing to do with it, okay? I th- There was nothing there. So you were attempting
1: to summon something other than something. I don't know how you would attempt to summon something other than something. I'm sure you would know being the occultist expert. Ooh. What I do in my free time is no business of yours, is it? And yet you still
0: had the document in your possession. Are you a common criminal? No, I just, I, I swear, one day it was just there. It wasn't, and then it was. I, I, I don't know if anybody delivered it, but it was just right in front of me. And so I called my brother-in-law, Rudy, and we were t- trying to figure out what to do with it, but he was on some sort of case or something. A nice
3: jacket you have, Mr. Bledson.
2: It's a Versace. I can tell you where I got it. Yes. I got a there's got a pretty good deal going on or right was now. Was it
3: a gift from your sister-in-law? <laughs> it was actually. Hmm. I'm telling you, you don't need to ask me any more questions. I'll tell you whatever you need to know. Uh she had the document and, and provided the candle, so I think she may be, be have something Come down, Mr. Albuquerque. And and then and then Rudy Rudy, he's in on it somehow. He's related to her and And so you were performing this because you had reason. So.
2: We are giving Neo a green dice, a dark die.
0: We're giving Ensign Gregor a green (laughs) dice.
2: (laughs) Or Frank! It's Frank. It's gonna be both. Things will end badly for Frank. Or Frank will not get what he wants in
1: this. (laughs) Yes, I had a reason. But that's not why you're interrogating me today, is it? So you cannot ask me those questions. Especially since I would like to call my lawyer. Hmm. Perhaps.
3: So you have no idea of the origin of this document?
0: No, I just, I just, I, I just found out that my husband, Paul, Jacobson, R- Richardson, I, uh, Paul, he, he, and Delilah are also married, and so now, we, we, I, I truly tragic.
3: All right, be straight with me, Mr. Blitzen. Did you have anything to do with what happened? I think that you're asking the wrong questions here. I think what you really ought to be looking for is what's out there. Now you're starting to sound like one of the crazies. I have one more question for you. How's your arm feeling?
2: Looks down. Well, it's been a lot better. There's, there's no arm there. It's been, <laughs> <laughs> it's been better. Nothing. <laughs> I love it. And then he begins
3: twitching, twitching. (laughs) (laughs) Moments (laughs) later, the scene cuts to everyone being released and and set upon the main concourse of the airport. Please don't leave the airport as we may have more questions for you. This is a rather concerning matter. The document has been quarantined for now. You may return to your room if it's still there. I'm sure they can provide you with other rooms and um, have a good evening. You can't help but notice that Frank is not with you.
1: (gasps) Delilah doesn't notice at all. (laughs) Nancy.
3: (laughs) All right, Ashlyn?
1: Oh, what happened to Frank? Oh, no.
3: It's fine. Delilah doesn't care. Go back to the room. Do something else. (laughs) It's
1: true. So Delilah is feeling thwarted because she was really hoping to enact her plan to murder her husband via occult beings (laughs) and collecting all that life insurance money and become rich and never have to worry about a thing ever again and make sure that you know Brinley is also set off very well but now now all that is what do I do I I lost my senses come on Delilah you are a, a grown independent woman You don't need a man
0: to dictate your life. There's a calming, reassuring hand that touches your shoulder, and Brindley gives you a knowing look. And then her face contorts a little bit. Brindley, are you feeling all right? Her smile is just a little too wide. Maybe I'm not feeling all right. And her eyes are a little too big. And she says... Delilah, love someone tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That is, she does say that, but also, (laughs) Delilah, you have summoned me. You have summoned me.
1: (gasps) It worked. Oh,
0: of course it did.
1: Oh, god. Um, you won't have, you didn't consume my friend's soul, did you? Concern you. I mean, I thought I'd ask. I I'd, I'd, I, do like her. I would, uh, if she's not entirely gone and would come back, I mean, I figured that we could, you know, find a nice island to retire to it together, but. You summoned me. Yes, I did. You um, gave me no blood. I gave you blood, yes.
3: There is no blood of yours.
4: Only his.
1: Delilah looks at her hands. Oh. <sighs> Oh my gosh, I forgot to give my blood to you. I am so sorry. for <gasps> oh. me. Um, If I am able to give you some of this blood, uh, will you be able to render me the service of taking care of the scumbag I need out of my life?
2: So I'm going to say let's give Ashlyn a red dye. Oh,
1: I'm going to get what I want. <laughs> can't give you more than... I think a pint is the normal amount that one can give before life-threatening things start happening.
4: Technically,
1: you could give like (laughs) three. Three pints. Good to know.
4: (laughs) But it's a touch and go.
1: I don't want to get to that stage. I'm already trying to avoid interactions with the... Air National Guard. I don't need any healthcare workers. Give me now. Okay.
0: Let's find a discreet corner. <laughs> going to go behind a vending machine. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. So we, we've traveled outside of the suite into... <laughs> The vending machine. Well, we were we were released from interrogation, right? Oh, I thought we were back in the yeah. suite. No. We no, were just walking randomly, and this demoni- demonistic, yes, yes. thing <laughs> is just happening, but nobody notices because now they're all too busy listening to
1: "Have a Holly Jolly Christmas" for the umpteenth time. <laughs> yes, I mean it's either that or Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You." She has broken out of her shell. That <laughs> is my cousin. Oh, I've always wondered. Uh, anyways. So, <laughs> gonna hover behind the vending machines and going to take a, well, it's an airport. You can't really have sharp things on you. The security
0: won't let that Give happen. your hand. Oh, okay. She holds out her hand. And Brinley takes your hand and then just takes a chomp out ah! of your index finger. Ah! And you feel all of your blood rushing out. Oh. But what? when you reach <gasps> okay, two can, pints. Two and a half pints. Oh no. Suddenly <laughs> Brindley crampyoth uh, person thing <laughs> pulls its mouth away and there's no bite marks and I'm I'm not missing part of my digit. No. No, oh, I was gonna say I guess I can always
1: um <laughs> get get surgery to get that replaced when I have enough money to do so. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thank now, you, Crampius. what is it you want? Ah, I need my husband, Paul Richardson, Paul Jacobson, the supposed brother of Detective Rudy L. Blitzen. I need him to come into a, a untimely death such
0: that his life insurance can be claimed. It is done. And then... Brindley's head snaps back almost unnaturally. And then her head snaps forward and she opens up her eyes. and... Brindley, is it you? Are you with there? Darling, speak oh, to me. What, what happened? We just, we lit oh, the candles goodness. and there was that thing. You know, we're
1: going to have a very merry Christmas indeed. Uh,
3: Brindley's phone starts ringing.
0: And scene. <laughs> awesome. So, I... Would like... I'm going to do something different. I would like to determine my outcome. You want Rather to resolve the scene? I want to resolve the scene. And I'm going to grab a green dice. Okay. I and mean, that's all
2: that's left. I yeah. mean...
0: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I would like to resolve it. But you guys get to establish it. Well, I think Neil
1: kind of started to establish it there. He really gets a phone call. You think it's from the kids?
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> our dad was just brutally murdered in front of he eyes. So mm. You were a kid, right, Andrew? Oh
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. I was Katie, I think. Uh, oh, I no. you different...
0: didn't have any daughters. Oh, sorry. Katie's my. Well, we yeah, Paul child.
2: Jr. and Grayson. Okay. Well, he
0: was. He was also Katie, but on your yes. side because you had oh, a that's I was confused. So you were Paul Jr. Okay. Okay. Ring, 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 ring. He- Hello, mom. Paul. Mom. Paul Jr.? Something happened. What happened? Something happened. What? His dad.
2: He's gone. Something what? came in and took him. What? This this, is everywhere. What? What's everywhere? And Grayson ran out. Grayson ran out after him. What? I, we ran outside. We're,
0: we're out the door. Grayson, come back. Grayson. Grayson. Paul Jr., I need you to listen really, really closely, okay? Okay, <laughs> darling, what's happening? Grayson ran out into Park City. What we, they don't know where he is, but something happened to Paul. What? What did mm. you do? Oh, good. Delilah, what did you do?
1: It worked, and she just smiles contentedly to herself.
0: At that moment, there is a, another rumble, and a giant eye shows up into the window, knocking all of the snowdrifts off of that area. And time stands still for a moment. And then there is an ear-piercing screech as a chunk of the airport is suddenly missing and there's a huge mouth that pulls away. No, not the Auntie Anne's pretzels! <laughs> <laughs> they were already out, it's fine. They were already out of the cheese, it's fine. <laughs> what's what's happening? Grayson, Paul, Paul Jr., please, please go find Grayson. Everything's gonna be okay. Uh, mommy will call you back. It's okay, it's, it's, it's okay. You should go check, go check the playground. That's where he usually goes when he's scared.
2: The scene cuts to Park City. And the phone is on the snow. There's no one holding it.
0: <gasps> and scene. Dun dun dun! Okay, so uh,
1: what just happened?
2: <laughs> a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff.
1: I'm sorry that this Christmas special is turning into a horror fiasco. <laughs> they generally do.
0: <laughs> I think right. it was supposed to be Hallmark themed. This was so not a Hallmark. Oh, it was never going to be Hallmark themed once we did fiasco. It's true. <laughs> so, what do we do for aftermath? So, yeah, I've got well, one more scene. Yeah, I've we got, got one oh, more I'm scene. Oh, I'm sorry. We got one more scene. So no one start more today. scene.
3: So. Do you wanna decide the outcome or do you wanna do you wanna just well, I lead
2: think th- into I it I think
3: we know what the outcome's gonna
1: be. Okay. <laughs>
0: we've
2: only got a we've only got a green die left.
1: I guess the question is, do you know how to set your scene or do so you I'm help?
2: going to establish. Okay. okay. Deep within the bowels of the airport, there is a dark tunnel. There is dripping water. There's clinking of some sort of chains and Wires—they're exposed. It seems like it's—it's it's definitely been abandoned, dilapidated. Absolutely. Okay. And we see Frank as he is being dragged down the tunnel by his arms, and it's like—and there is a terrible, evil creature that is taking him. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: Frank. I've got you now, Frank. Frank, we're headed down. I don't understand. I, I, said I was sorry. I didn't do it. I'm sorry. I, I didn't. I didn't mean to. I, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> uh, What're you gonna get? What's gonna come to you, Frank? <laughs> Frank, you thought, you thought that you, you could get away with it. You thought you could, you could, you could murder the truth. Was- you could.
4: I was just.
2: <laughs> well, the truth, it's coming back for you. I was the just great to truth.
4: Make a living I didn't mean to do it. I'm sorry, Rudy. I'm sorry, Rudy.
2: We come out and into a. Finally, it opens up to the outside. What was left of Rudy in this strange, distorted place hauls Frank out into the driving snow. It's open here. It's not piled up against the airport and there is an enormous being. Taller than tall. Taller beyond comprehension. Now, Frank. Now, see the truth. The truth is here and it is it is here for
3: you. Oh no. Oh no.
2: <laughs> and it looks down and you are seen. You are comprehended. And as you look up into these great single
3: eye, Frank lets out a noiseless scream.
2: End scene.
0: Ooh. <laughs> okay. Give yourself the green dice, sir. Yes. Nobody oh. got a happy ending on this one. <laughs> well, maybe he... Delilah did. <laughs> well, we'll find out.
2: Yeah. All right. So now we're not totally done yet. We do
3: have the aftermath. So this is where we get to roll all the dice that we have accumulated so far, do the higher color total minus the lower color total, and that determines what our eventual outcome might be?
1: Based on right. the aftermath table, yes.
3: Okay. Yeah. I don't know so, if I'm going to have much of a choice in this, y'all. Let's, <laughs> let's review around the table and
2: see, show how much we've got. I happen to have two green die and two red die.
0: I have three green and one red. Ooh. I have three
1: red and one green.
3: I also have two and two.
2: So Ashlyn and Corrin are the best set because what you want at this stage is you want high numbers. And just like during the tilt, is that we are going to be subtracting your lower number from your higher number, totaling your dice of the same color. And because they have more dice of the same color, then they're like more likely to get a higher number.
0: And the colors have different meanings. Like one is, I think black is like mental, like a mental ending. And then a not necessarily white, a white is a physical ending. Not something necessarily. like that.
1: that Maybe that. not.
0: I mean, looking I at, at them,
1: with. like looking at the high end on both of them, the black slash green. If you get the highest possible number, then it's awesome. Insanely great. You'll emerge not only unscathed, but if there's a girl involved, you get her. You might even get rich off the or Who knows? Time for a new ride. And the red one is, you're fantastic. It's fat times ahead and safe and secure. That thing that would make your life better? Oh, you got it. Absolutely. And then some, and then some more. Enjoy it.
2: Yeah. So th- there is a corresponding corresponding result depending on whether you got black high or white high or dark high and light high. Gotcha. Okay. Everybody roll your dice.
0: Okay. Oh. Uh-oh.
2: Okay. So don't say what you've got. We will go around and we can do our scenes for example here i had red five and two and then green four and one so my red totals out to seven my green turtles out to five giving me a result of red two or as it is white two (laughs) so that on our list here comes out as merciless you might not be dead on the outside but you sure as heck are dead on the inside. <laughs> I mean, we can kind of <laughs> see that a bit. The emotional or mental wounds you have suffered will never heal. The future is a brick wall. We see Rudy. He has been broken by this eldritch entity between a couple of eldritch entities, apparently. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> yeah. Between Krampyoth and the unknowable truth creature (laughs) rudy has been changed and there is nothing left of him and he is mad and is never seen again except in children's nightmares
0: so did he become the new Krampus?
1: apparently (laughs) (laughs) amazing
2: the children's nightmares are of his glowing red nose (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> perfect wow
1: <laughs>
0: don't know if i can beat that
2: okay let's go who wants to go next
0: i can go next okay so i rolled eight green dice and a six on my one. Oh bed. no but it makes sense it makes sense for brindley
2: so that that leaves you with two block right
0: yes and that is brutal oh wounds that will never heal for starters, stuff sawed off, blown off, or burned off on your way to Grand Ignoramus Failure. <laughs> Kiss whatever you care about goodbye. You may die, but you may not. So Brindley is staring at the hole by the unknowable Eldridge truth that she has just seen and realizes as she looks around that there is no one else beside her. She is completely alone and somehow she has been transported into an everlasting nothing, Mm. but just the O'Hare Airport. (laughs) And the reason is, is because she also did not give her blood. She lit some candles, but never actually contributed to the ritual. So her punishment is to be stuck in the O'Hare Airport forever. Alone? Alone, and Listening to Feliz Navidad
1: <laughs> forever
0: and ever on repeat. And not Feliz even Mariah Carries "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Yeah, no. truly <laughs> brutal. Even more. Ooh, no, 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 it's in Ensign Gregor's voice.
3: <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Do,
0: do, do, do. Eternal Feliz punishment Navidad. indeed. Mm-hmm. So that's Brindley. Oh man. Okay. All right, well, Ashlyn,
2: what'd you end up with?
1: I, so for my red slash light dice, I got nine. Ooh. And my green, I got a three. So hey. a total of six. Ooh. Red, six. Or white, which six. Is, yeah. Well,
2: yeah. Well, just for anybody who's listening. Yeah. Anybody who has the uh, rules.
1: Right. So for this one, it says weak. Hey, you're busted, beat, and broke down. But at least you've learned a lesson about human greed and frailty, right? <laughs> <laughs> It'll serve you well in prison, which is where you're probably headed. So (laughs) I think Delilah does get arrested, not for the murder of Paul, but (laughs) for the situation dealing with the counterfeit birth certificate of Barack Obama because the individuals who had possession of it initially could not be found. And so the blame was pinned on Delilah, but it's okay. Delilah is going to serve her time in jail and collect in on that insurance money on her dead husband. And eventually she'll get out, like two to three years of good behavior.
3: Was she also accused of the destruction of the O'Hare Airport?
1: They
0: couldn't pin that one on her.
1: Yeah, there's a
3: pretty big monster out
2: there
1: to <laughs> pin that on.
0: Yeah, they, they can only so they can only pin you with the possession of the birth certificate, but yeah. not the monster. Right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how they explain that one away, actually.
1: <laughs> but it's okay. I have visits from my children, all four of them, Katie, Olivia, Jem, and Ryan, during visiting hours once a month at the, oh, hmm. You know what? She's going to be in the Chicago area, in the Chicago Women's uh, penitentiary. penitentiary. Yes, <laughs> the, the Chicago Women's Penitentiary. Her, her children had to relocate to Chicago, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, The end for Delilah.
3: Mm-hmm. Bravo!
1: (laughs) What happened to Frank?
3: Well, I rolled six on my dark dice, and I rolled eight on my light dice. Oh.
1: You have the same outcome as Ander here.
3: You might be dead on the outside, but you sure as hell are dead on the inside. The emotional or mental wounds you have suffered will never heal. The future is a brick wall. The closing scene on Frank opens in a courtroom. Frank is handcuffed, blankly staring off into space. Can't really hear what's going on. The camera pans back and you see there's some conversation of, of discussion and it seems he's, he's on trial for something. Perhaps all the counterfeiting that he's done. But after a little conversation, the scene cuts and it's Frank in more or less the same position and now a uniform and an outfit sitting in a room with a bunch of people in the same sort of outfits, and it, is, it, is it prison? Is it, it seems to be Frank is out of it, is, is not aware of anything that's going on. Maybe he was an insanity plea, and he just has this dead look in his face, and the, the final scene is Frank sitting in a, a circle with others, maybe a, a group therapy session of some kind, and, and finally a voice cuts through. Frank, are you okay? No. see.
0: Well, (laughs) that's not what I expected, but I loved it all the same.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Well, that's our take on the last Christmas in O'Hare.
0: It really could have been the last Christmas for everybody (laughs) in O'Hare. Oh, not Delilah. She's getting out.
2: (laughs) Fantastic. Well, thank you guys for playing. This was an exciting thing for us. Thank you all for listening. Again, thank you, Neil. For being with us today,
1: it was awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Hope you can join us again soon. And happy holidays. Happy yeah. holidays. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Please don't summon demons on Christmas. That's all yeah, d- I'm asking. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Any other time of the year is fine, but not wait, on wait, Christmas. Wait, 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 <laughs>
0: wait. Hold on. If Barack Obama is is related to Krampus, that means oh, he's no. also related to Santa Claus. Oh jeez.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this later. I think.
1: Okay. Bye. Bye. bye.